for the sky, boy. All I know is this Friday night in New Orleans, Adam Cole's World Championship is gonna be hanging up right beside this baby right here. And they're gonna be hanging from the rafters and underneath that is gonna be a war zone. Adam Cole, you about to step into the ring with one of the most violent people in pro wrestling, man. All these other matches, man, they just been a warmer. All the other matches are nothing, man. This is what it's about. This is why I had to do what I did, man. It's bigger than the championship belt, Adam Cole. You made your bed, man. This Friday night in New Orleans, it's time to lay down. that's a pop. But when the J-Driller hit and gold was exchanged, that was always a monster pop. Well, I'm D-Straight, here again with my friends EOD. What's up, EOD? Not much. I uh, just got fresh out of the classroom and back into the frying pan that is monster pop. And Reclaim Joey, man. How you feeling? You know, feeling all right. Um, really saddened by... Uh, what happened with uh with jay it's uh pretty sad and that's why we're dedicating this entire episode to uh remembering him and uh the impact he had on us as fans i know dave and i uh are longtime fans of the briscoes um in fact that's how we became friends not the briscoes specifically but roh and um obviously watching endless hours of roh you see endless hours of uh the briscoe brothers and literally not that much older than us and we get literally got to grow up together while watching these dudes and pretty wild yeah. actually younger than me which was crazy it was just always yeah. crazy to think about we were talking about their first match against each other in ring of honor they were 18 jay was 18 and mark was 17 i think they were the same age when they did their first tour of japan and i went back and watched that first match from 2002 and it's so good like i mean for being teens like I defy you to find two teenagers that put on a better match than that. You're not it's not mm -hmm. going to happen. They're just so naturally gifted. And uh you know, we looked at their trainers and the guys who trained them were, you know, kind of journeymen professionals that knew the industry, knew the ins and outs of ring work, but they may have not had that it factor. But it just goes to show you how important like natural talent and just the dead I'm and I'm sure I know the Jay I, I know Jay and Mark were dedicated professional wrestling and fans of professional wrestling and i mean that came through I'm, I'm not saying anything profound there if you've ever seen them work or even jay work as a singles wrestler but yeah i always forget like in that famous samoa joe cage match where jay's just bleeding and like you see the blood clotting it's one of the most like iconic images from wrestling and, and from ring of honor anyway or and i know not everyone has seen that match because it was Ring of Honor 2004, unless you were 
getting the DVDs or went back on Honor Club or you were there live, you know, that may not be a big part of your wrestling vocabulary, but that match is burned in my fucking head as this guy is just yeah incredible and somebody to watch. And uh, it's weird, man. I felt a real connection to those guys. You know, it's not because, I mean, their gimmick what was, you know, they're a couple of rednecks from Delaware, which, <laughs> you know, it, it's funny, you know, because we're from the South. We're like rednecks from Delaware. What yeah. the hell is that? What the hell does that look like? But it's not like I had like a personal lifestyle connection to them whatsoever. Yeah. But I just I loved them. I loved the gimmick actually. I loved their promos right up to this year. I don't know, man. I just felt this huge connection with them and bought their shirts and I loved I just fucking rooted for those guys so hard. Yeah, and I think that's like kind of an interesting contrast and like kind of why we're doing like a full episode for this, right? Because I mean we've we've covered a few deaths before. It's, it's you know celebrity deaths right you know you don't always like you know it's like you kind of appreciate their body of work but you don't necessarily have that personal meaningful connection to them and i, th- I think that's yeah. like what's different here right is i think you you guys especially you know have like their body of work really resonated with your wrestling experience and whatnot i definitely haven't seen the same body of work um from them that you guys have but you know i've always uh, enjoyed everything that i saw out of them except you know i mean maybe a few of the gcw matches were a little rough but that wasn't really on them yeah, I mean, some of that. Are, are, I know the one at Hammerstein. Like, they only got five minutes yeah, because what, that, a crime. what a crime! What a crime! Yeah, it's in stereo. We've seen a lot of wrestlers die in our time as fans, right, guys? Mm. Yeah. A lot of the time, it's not sudden. Scott Hall was kind of dying for fifteen years in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to sound callous, but you know what I'm saying there, Joey? Yeah, I know exactly what like you mean. His, his struggles were very real. And then, it, you know, when he would seem like he was on the road to recovery, and I, I know you have the story about him moving in with DDP and things, but he was fucked up for a long time. And so when he died, it, I'm not saying it wasn't a shock, but he wasn't in the middle of an amazing run. He, was, he wasn't only 38. Like, his, his career was behind him. He was sick and, and un- unhealthy and struggling for a long time. And that's the case with a lot of guys that pass away. There have been some sudden shocking deaths in wrestling, and we don't have to go into all of them, but sometimes they're not all that surprising. Uh, and then there's a lot of times where I'm not as big of a, not to be callous, but I'm, I wasn't as big of a fan of them as I am with Jay. And that's not to say that like I wasn't saddened or felt their, their loss. I mean, he but was our one, he was our generation. Like he is he is our generation. Yeah. We and it, like like you said, like some of these guys, they you saw it coming for years, and you just it was just a matter of time. And this like, well, like Antonio and Jay, was, yeah, you know, ancient, yeah, like, you know, Jay, lived a full yeah. life, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Jay, yeah. Yeah, Jay yeah, Briscoe, yeah. he had match of the. We just we just did an episode yeah. where we you know gave their match match of the year. It was the Monster Pop match yeah. of the year. Like they they they're just they're they're still. And Working it wasn't like this the is top. like the start of a farewell tour type match either. Like this was, mm-hmm. you know, the start of like a hot run. You know, ROH was going to start, you know, back up again with some type of weekly show and whatnot. And, you know, you know, they were supposed to be an important fixture of it. And they would have been, you know, maybe part of AEW had there not been the issues with uh, Warner, which um, I mean, I'm sure we'll get into there. I mean, that's. Which is absolutely another... so stupid. Like, yeah. that's just the worst fucking thing ever and then you know to 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 hold off so hard with that shit that they didn't even allow aw to do um his tribute show on tv it's fucking Mm -hmm. just makes me sick to my stomach yeah i want to i want to talk about that a little bit too yeah that that match 
um, <clears throat> that final battle was match of the year. That was magic. The way it was put together is an incredible display of abandonment and just love of, of wrestling, wanting to put on an amazing show. It was everything. I had, you know, as part of a series, there was heat. There was great and all crowd. all ma- and you know all three matches in that series were you know up there with some of the best wrestling period from last year. And thank fucking yeah. thank heavens we got to see at least one of them live. Um, uh, yeah, and I would have been I would have been at Final Battle if my child hadn't been born like three days before that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we were still trying to figure out what the hell to do. <laughs> um, and I, I just kinda, brought him with. It's funny because I kind of regret. I still kind of regret not going. I'm sure if uh, if you'd asked Jay, he'd have been like, you know, stay home with your fucking kids, man. Yeah, I mean, he's a family man, and we this is something that we know. They had a really big family that yeah that, that he loved and 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 loved him, and you know, mm. I wish I could have known them personally. I never crossed paths with them when I was wrestling or anything, uh, but people always had good things to say about them. And as as like I said, as a fan, like I was. We watch so much stuff, man. I remember, you know how like nowadays, you know, some of these wrestling shows, they go so long. I'm used to it because that was one of the things that I did when I watched ROH. Those DVDs are like super long. And I used to watch them from fucking start to finish all the time. Were they like multiple events put together? No, it was, that's just like, that's, that's indie wrestling that doesn't have like the, um, the shackles of having to be on pay-per-view or whatever. They just put on great matches you know, and then they had little like videos in between and backstage promos. And I don't know, watching those, watching the Briscoes, it's crazy to think that they're like close to my age. You know, I'm at, at an absolute loss for words. It's crazy. It's just absolutely crazy. Really fucking yeah, sad. I mean, for over 20 years, you know, they were some of the best. And selfishly, one of the reasons this hurt so bad is because like we were looking forward to what 2023 was going to bring yeah yeah, yeah i was so excited man and when we were back when we were at supercard joey back in april mm-hmm. you know i'm 40 i was 42 years old and i was out there cheering like a kid for them we were and standing of- we stood in our chairs and we we fucked up that building's chairs by standing in them we were fucking <laughs> we were like jumping and like it was, it was a legitimate dream match you know uh the briscoes they're the kind of uh team that um, could be considered the best of all time, and especially if they had the bigger stage to prove it. And yeah. um, like that's the team that you would think. Like there was a dream match. We literally got to experience one of those, you know. And what happens? It's pro wrestling magic. Literally fucking standing in our chairs, like screaming and yelling. Yeah, you and know? you know most of the most of the crowd there were advertised to on AEW TV about the event, mm-hmm. and they knew FTR and maybe they didn't know the Briscoe. So FTR, I mean, the crowd at that time was heavily slanted. Maybe it was like 70, 30 FTR Briscoes in terms mm-hmm. of volume. So it was like, man, we got to let these dudes know. And I remember getting a chant going and Mark like looked over at us like, fuck yeah. And trying to get it going, you know, we couldn't yeah. get it going. <laughs> but I noticed, I noticed when they got Supercard, what it's was in DFW was in Garland, Texas. And mm-hmm. Final Battle was in Arlington, Texas, right down the street. So the same market. And I noticed when they got back eight months later for Final Battle, more of the crowd was rooting for the Briscoe brothers, having seen those last two big matches against FTR. They'd won over some more of the crowd. You know what I mean? That's how fucking good they were. These guys who they didn't subsequently see on TV, you know, they're just like, 
all right, these guys are fucking amazing. And they won over some of the crowd just naturally. Well, and, and that um, super that super card show too. I remember like when we were doing the the rundown that uh our listeners only got a, a portion of um from what I recall. Um when we were doing the rundown of all the WrestleMania weekend shows, right? I mean, like how many of them had the Briscoes there, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, like everybody these guys wanted were, the Briscoes. Yeah, I mean they they were like these, you know, kind of indies journeymen like i mean they, they were upper you know upper billing guys right but like still like just like they were all over the place constantly but you know not necessarily on tv so people you know if you were a deeper fan of the stuff then you definitely get a, you know the exposure to them over time but you don't necessarily get that week-to-week exposure yeah and i remember i was i've been watching a lot of stuff like people sharing their experiences and their memories and stuff like that and i listened to i listened to conan on their show and uh, he was saying, like, how much he liked the Briscoes and stuff like that and just how in demand they were, you know, despite not being able to be on TV and stuff like that. He said that he he must have thrown out, like, eight to ten dates at him, and they were just booked and booked and booked. They were just always booked. Like, everybody wanted the Briscoes. That, that's, that's a testament to how great they were. Yeah. If you've listened to this show before, you know that we – you know that we're huge fans on this fucking show of these guys. And – it hurts, dude. It sucks. Um, it's it's weird because you know I don't I don't I I don't know Jay. I never even met him. I've been in, I've seen him wrestle several times live, and obviously we've seen him a lot over the years. But dude, like I was one of the last. I don't know. You want to see this about anybody, obviously, but fuck, man. I don't know. Well, I think so, especially I'm, like the circumstances of his death too. Yeah. Like, I mean, for you especially, they probably hit a little close to home. Well, that's yeah. Um, it's it's always a cliche when you when you talk about families and stuff. Yeah, it's obvious why it hurts so bad. Anyone who has a family has lost a loved one can experience that. But man, once you have kids, like it's a little different. And I'm sure everyone out there listening that has kids can understand that too. But I just can't. You know, having my daughter and my son in the car and my wife in the car it's you get very nervous you know mm-hmm. it's not just a car ride anymore like it's like a mission to get them somewhere safely almost if that makes sense to you guys because man something like this happening just a little fucking nightmare scenario yeah but man yeah i'm feeling for his family and mark and dude, the children and i just can't imagine dude and i don't know what his brother's gonna do Again, I don't know him, but like, you know, I'm just worried about that because like, I'm going to switch gears because I'm fumbling all over my words here. But you see the total outpouring of love online. It's a given that he was a talented and great in-ring performer, but all this outpouring of love is about his character. Yeah. And that's really fucking good to, good to see and good to hear. Dude, everybody, everyone who's anyone in the U.S. that didn't wasn't just like a failed football player that came through WWE system... They worked with the Briscoes at some point on their way to where they are now. Obviously, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Adam Cole and Seth Rollins and every, I mean, the fucking list just goes on and on and on. I don't know, man. You know, that he said the shit on Twitter. I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen some of the discourse about that too. I don't, I don't know. That brings up another, a whole other conversation about whether or not people deserve redemption. I think that people absolutely deserve redemption. And that type of cynicism where you won't accept apology from anybody, those are the people that I'm cynical about. You have to live and you have to learn and you have to like grow as a person and your tolerance and your beliefs and, you know, everybody's growing, right? So if you deny them that opportunity to grow and to make amends for what they did, 
you know, he was honest about his apology. He gave his reasoning. It made sense. Um, and then people backed him. Everybody in the business backed him. And he um, apologized before the term cancel culture even existed. Yeah. Yeah. And he wasn't he wasn't on AEW TV. That didn't exist then when he apologized. He wasn't with mm -hmm. the WWE. He wasn't with the big promoters. People he would have still gotten booked. And you if know he doubled down, he'd have still gotten booked. And when they like and, and somebody out there, some shithead on Twitter that heard the Briscoes might be coming to ROH wanted to fucking say some shit, bring it back up. Something that's over and done. Or There's comes, no, comes no AEW, way. You mean, yeah. Yeah. AEW. Yeah. Like uh, when they heard that they were coming to AEW, had to fucking let somebody know. There's no way some fucking corporate bigwig knew anything about this. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, and like, some, there's so much of this. Look at how many people get hired who have, like, said way worse. Yeah. And done way worse. Yeah. And some, some shithead just decided that they wanted to fucking rat them out. This shit's been over and done with. And completely ruin and this fucking sucks to say man like what the fuck like what the fuck like what if what if they were what if they were signed what if they were on their way to fucking dynamite yesterday or the day before yesterday what if they were on their way to get on a plane or they were on the plane and maybe they wouldn't have been in this situation you can go down that rabbit hole for sure that's actually one of the first things i thought and then i started thinking about it i was like well if he was doing that he wouldn't have been with his daughters, you know, and I know he would have wanted to be there with them too. And, you know, there's no way of telling that this shit was going to happen. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's the thing too. Like, I mean, we know about them, like, you know, I mean, obviously like, you know, they're the wrestling acumen and like, you know, love of the business is very apparent, but like, you know, they obviously, they also, you know, cared about their families. They have like, you know, the family farm and whatnot. And there's, a lot of stuff that was like important to them and we know that was like part of like contract negotiations too and it's probably a big reason like they were never picked up by wwe is because they'd have to like you know i don't know get wwe branded farm or like the, the, the chickens have to have like this the yeah. brand uh slapped on them or something i don't know but uh yeah i mean so it's you know it's part of that and you know it's it's just unfortunate i mean like it's you know the the actual incident right was a head-on collision um you know, he wasn't wearing a seatbelt at the time, and you know, you don't know if that would have, you know, saved him necessarily. Um, his daughters are um, in rough shape. I think both went into surgery. One might, you know, was kind of at risk of paralysis. Um, I don't think we got another update on that yet. But I mean, it's just a really horrible situation all around. Um, like, obviously, you know, they lost their father regardless, but you know, their their lives are going to be, you know, scarred, you know, physically as well potentially from this. Uh, they lost a father and his wife lost her husband mark lost his brother his kids lost their uncle and then way down we lost a great wrestler you know what i mean yeah yeah like way down on like the priority list for sure yeah going back to the you know the the apology and what we you know we we may think that he deserves forgiveness but we're not the ones that and what he did say was real fucked up we're not the ones that it was aimed at, so it's easy for us to forgive. But who's the most prominent gay wrestler on the scene right now? That'd be Effie. Yeah. I was going to say, e do you Effie's have his statement ready? Well, I mean, not just yeah. his statement, but he 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 vouched for <laughs> Jay whenever all this stuff was coming out when he was trying to come to <laughs> yeah. AEW, and like it wasn't just it wasn't just after it, he yeah died, it he just yeah it, yeah it yeah. wasn't he he he's been vouching for Jay for a while now. So the tweet that he put out this week. Jay Briscoe showed me respect and love when everyone told me he wouldn't. If you knew Jay, 
You knew he would uplift everyone in that locker room, regardless of whatever world they came to wrestling from. The best rest easy brother. Dark uh, Sheik underneath, who would be, you know, someone else that in that community. Prominent. Yeah. yeah. Seconded nothing but kind words and good memories. So I don't know. I mean, the, I, clearly the guy had changed. He's not AJ Styles. AJ Styles, I don't think, has fucking changed. By the way, and like we saw somebody put a compilation <laughs> video of him saying some fucked up stuff. And this dude's on TV, you know, not not to bury AJ Styles, yeah. but it's just a comparison. Like, man, like I never heard AJ apologize for the shit that he said. Yeah, and listen, he, man, um, I'll go out there right now. You know, when I was younger, I thought it was I thought it was pretty funny to say fucked up, shocking shit. And I said some fucked up, shocking shit, too. Not to give that stuff like a pass, but I mean, I think that was kind of mainstream, culturally acceptable for a long time. I mean, like probably half these bigwigs, they probably said, I mean, they probably still say something. They probably stuff, still right? say that shit. Yeah, they just, it's just a corporate like facade that they actually care about it. You know, to, yeah. Don't say it in their ads, you mm -hmm. know, you know, wrongheadedness. Um, at some point, you have to grow as a person. And I hope that people would forgive me, you know, but still, it doesn't it doesn't change the fact that like. I said hurtful shit. May I hurt some people uh, unknowingly? I think about that all the time to this day, and I would hate to think that like people would never forgive me. You know, mm -hmm. he had apologized before cancel culture was a thing when he had almost nothing to lose, and he could have doubled down. And there would have been people that backed him and maybe even liked him more for doubling down. Mm. And especially, yeah, especially then, especially now in like the Trump era, where yeah. like you have a divisiveness with like hatred in the community um just like I, I mean i just mean the community at large like our culture at large i should say but um he didn't do that and and the thing that's sad is we thought maybe a breakthrough was coming where he was going to get on aew tv this year and the fact that they wouldn't let them do any kind of tribute other than maybe like uh you know the opening screen um, yeah, we got yeah, an opening right. screen. Um, I think everyone on commentary had said something throughout the show a few times. Yeah, uh, and then there's a few wrestlers who had, um, you know, Jay Briscoe armbands. The Young Bucks, in particular, they like they did like you know their style of like the Doomsday Device. They did a few other uh, tributes to them throughout it. Um, Lots and, yeah, of people they were did, wearing the armbands. Yeah, Danielson yeah. had it on. Yeah, Danielson, Bandito. Um, I think Jay Lethal <laughs> did. I don't, I don't remember if anyone else did. But yeah, so they did that, and then they did, they did a uh, they did tape a tribute show. Um, we don't know when exactly it's gonna be available yet, um, but it's the uh, ROH is uh, Jay Briscoe Celebration of Life. Uh, Tony Khan said apparently this is one of this is only the first tribute thing. I guess they plan on doing something else. Yeah, down the line from as well. from what I from what I heard, um, the first ROH episode is going to be a tribute show, and okay. and the uh, and the pay per view, the next pay per view, I guess it would be Super Card of Honor. Uh, there will yeah. be a tribute on there as well. The Did you card. see some of the clips? Um, I, have, I haven't. I've only seen some of the the Adam Cole clip. Um, I know they had a, a they had a very notable feud uh, during Jay's time as uh, ROH World Champion. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think they were one of the ladder wars, which those matches are amazing. Like every single one of the ladder wars are awesome. Oh, um, dude, we're, we'll talk about some matches in a yeah. little bit, but yeah, but um, I'll just, I'll just say. So it. I saw yeah. the clip for for uh, for Ladder War. I haven't seen any of the other clips, but I know uh, people were given time to talk about Jay and stuff. Do you want to run down the card and talk about what's on there, what was on there, or what's going? Sure, to be on yeah. There? 
this so, was, so this was recorded last night. This was last yeah, night. And yeah, I, and I and uh, from what I understand, they're also adding in like clips of uh, Jay, uh, Jay Briscoe throughout it as well. I don't know yeah. if they're matches. If they're there's going to be like uh, highlights. Yeah. There's also going to be like sit downs of like people t- uh, talking about Jay and things okay. like that. And like, let me say this before we get into this. This is going to be available for free on YouTube, mm-hmm. on the AAW YouTube, on the ROH YouTube, and on um, Honor Club for free. Yep. And I think Honor Club is what's going to have all the. I, I don't know. I don't. It could be everything that has all the bonus footage as well. But the fact that people were trying to say that oh, yeah. it's a money grab, like for for Honor Club, like if you're one of those people, like you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. Like anybody out there that's fucking saying that shit, you should be ashamed of yourself. It's free. It's all free on YouTube, multiple platforms. Please shut the fuck up. Like. <laughs> We're honoring the fucking the memory of Jay Briscoe. Shut the hell up! Like, yeah, this not should, the time to fuck. Yeah, it should. Your grievances. It should be a good show too. Let, let's can we run down the card? Yeah. So the card. So we've got. Um. There's a few where it says championship. I don't know if that means the championship match. I mean, it probably doesn't matter. But uh, they are. They so are championship got, matches. Okay. So we've got uh, ROH Pure Championship Wheeler Yuta versus uh, Hagane Shino. I'm not familiar with him, admittedly. Uh, um, Marina Shafir versus uh, Mighty uh, Mera. QT Marshall versus Eddie Kingston. Athena versus Madison Rain. Brandon Cutler versus Juice Robinson. Yuka Zakazaki versus Sandra Moon. And uh, ROH mm-hmm. Championship Claudio versus uh, Christopher Daniels. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It sounds like a pretty solid card. Obviously, they'll probably have like a different different card for. For the first episode of ROH, I, I don't know. Like, I know some a lot of these people did work for ROH. I don't know at what periods in time and stuff. It sounds yeah. like a really solid card, and it sounds and it featured people that will have something to say about Jay. I yeah, mean, and I think what like, about those? You know, God, I, I know we're not talking about matches right now, but like when we say Claudio, I think about the uh, the Briscoes versus Kings of Wrestling fucking matches. Oh, oh yeah. my God, they're so good. Well, I mean, I think about Generico and Steen. Yeah, which, yeah. And that ladder war and the street fight that they did in, yeah. that, in 2007, I think. And all those brawls. Oh, my God, the brawls. ROH did the best Insane. brawls, man. I mean, dude, if... if well, well, let's save it for when we talk yeah. about matches here. All right. But, okay, so I was watching the Adam Cole clip of him talking about Jay, mm-hmm. talking about their feud. And he was another guy that said, like, I don't think I'd be here today if it wasn't for Jay Briscoe. How late did they film that? Because there was no one left in the crowd. Did did they record Rampage after yes. Dynamite and then yes. they did this? Yes, that's a long night. If you got there yeah. in time for Dark, dude, that's a long night. You got your money's yeah. worth, <laughs> but yeah. man, that's got to be exhausting. Yeah, no, they're on the West Coast, so maybe had an earlier start. People, yeah, earlier people start. will leave. People will leave to um, after Dynamite, even for Rampage. Right. So, well, yeah, I mean, that's you could tell that just watching it. Yeah, there are very few people left. And those seats, man, and I, I hated that. Well, also like some some of these buildings, they don't completely fill up, and they'll be all pushed towards the the hard like where the hard camera's pointing. Yeah. So it's also possible that like these yeah. these like hand cam yeah. footage, they're just they're just they're just shooting the part that had like that has the empty seats. Yeah. Like it, it might have been empty the whole time. I mean, this this wasn't a sellout crowd to begin with, so. Well, and I was going to say, too, I mean, mm-hmm. like, kind of the nature of this, I mean, I think that's kind of why they want to do multiple tributes is because, like, you know, they want to give it, like, that, you know, feature that it probably deserves. And, like, you probably want, you know, 
Mark Briscoe involved in some level that like I don't know that he's involved with this one at all, right? I mean, like, cause like, yeah. you know, no it's way. so immediate, right? It was the day no before, way. like, you kind of want you know the family to have like a time to like process it, right? I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of, you know, the tribute show they did when Brody Lee passed. I mean, it's kind of a different, right? There was more time to set that up. Yeah, more he's things not, that you yeah, could, yeah. Mark's not jumping on a five-hour flight. To, you know, want each way to. Well, yeah. While the kids that. are in the hospital. Yeah, exactly. And... You know, the kids, like you know, like the if it's like you know the primarily thing like you know like as you know it's servicing the fans on some level the the main people it's supposed to help right are the family and like yeah like hey you know mark you know how about you fly five hours down to like you know do this tribute show for your brother um you know kids you know get out of the surgery ward real quick you know yeah. there'll be time for that later yeah yeah and, uh, i hope it happens and i i don't know i don't know you know I, it's up to mark and uh i mean it's gonna be when it happens, it's going to be emotional, man. It's funny because I'm not even this guy that gets emotional about people I don't know. I get a little sad, but dude, I found my I found myself being like kind of fucked up, man, with this one. So yeah, when Mark gets out there, it, it's definitely going to be emotional, man, with whatever they end up doing, where wherever they end up doing it. Rest in peace, Jay. Let's talk about. You guys want to talk about anything else, or you want to talk about some matches that people should check out, some stuff that we liked growing up. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think, you know, we can probably get right into that. Um, I say growing up, was... but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? It was like, I say growing you... up, but it was like, just it was really just like my, like my, the beginning of my adult life to now. Hey, come on, you never, you never finished age. growing up. Really. You never finished growing up. Mm. Let's be real. Um... <laughs> I know I haven't, but, you know, I, that's a good, I, I consider that a good thing. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, there, I know, noticed, uh, Reddit does have like a match suggestion thread as well. Uh, I'm sure there's probably plenty of highlights that we won't get to here, but, uh, you know, worth, uh, throwing that out there. I think someone put together a YouTube playlist as well. Oh, nice. Um, okay. Cool. A bunch of stuff. Let's see. Yeah. Let's run down, let's run down what's on that playlist. If, if you don't mind. Yeah. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can even link it in the show notes. Let's see the a list of great matches curated by this is, uh, <laughs> Reddit users, uh, flagrant stats, and the Levian, I believe is how you pronounce it. So they've got um, some of these are on Ring of Honor, a few others. I've got 25 videos here, so I imagine you know just kind of the limitations of what's on YouTube. They've got Jay Briscoe versus the Amazing Red. The end of Honor begins. That was from 2002. Oh my God! Know. Yes. Oh my God! I remember this. Is that there's a tag match with the Briscoe brothers versus Amazing Red and AJ Styles? That's mm -hmm. also fucking awesome. Yeah, God, those. I think like, that's two thousand three, maybe early two thousand three. It's it's crazy, like how the the wrestling was so good and the fucking quality was so bad on these on these early on these early shows <laughs> yeah. that like they were shot with like DV, like just normal yeah. like mini DVs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, the, like the quality was so bad, the lighting was really bad. Everything had like a yellow tinge over it, and like sounds the, was oh, really dependent but, on which building they were running. Yeah, but the fucking wrestling. And the like, the stuff that they were doing was so groundbreaking and good that like e nobody cared. Nobody cared. It's it's weird when you when you talk about the quality. When I look at early ROH, like mm -hmm. there's always like this epiphany. I'm like, wait, this company's been around that long. But then you look at the date. It's like, and that's about as long as they thought it was around. But it just yeah. looks so much older. I mean, it was with that, so it bad. was it was lower quality than anything that was going yeah. at the time too. It was that like like low budget, and that's and that's okay. Um, but yeah, that it, it really was. But the stuff was so good. I remember, like, um, you know, 
I know this is off. This is a little off topic, not off topic, but you know, it's. I loved like this, the, like the realness stuff that they did. Like whenever they had homicide and Dan Moff like bring in like the homies and like then they had like the gang fight at ringside yeah. and it was like dudes in the crowd and it looked like a real gang fight and the footage was just so insane looking because it was so bad. And then like yeah, and those matches like yeah, like the oh my god, the Briscoes versus uh, Amazing Red and fucking AJ Styles. God man, like. I mean, there were matches against each other, even yeah. though we mentioned one from 2002, but it seemed yeah. like every year for a while they would have a match against each other, whether yeah. or not it was well, because there was a tournament or because they had, like, they got, they had a, you had know, some, beef, some kind yeah. of squabble. Like that, I can't believe I used to think that I could trust my brother. My own big head brother want to walk down on me in Toronto, Canada and challenge me for this belt. Of all people, chicken. Of all people, Chicken, you know how I get, man. You know how I get, man. I'm crazy. Come on, Chicken. It's supposed to be us first the world, man. It's supposed to be us first the world. You're the last man I can trust in wrestling. What's up with that shit, man? What you mad, Chicken? You ain't got no belt? You mad because you ain't got no belt? Hey, ain't my fault, man. Truth Martini distracted you with them titties. It ain't my fault, Chicken. What you mad at me for, man? Come on, Chicken. Of all people, check it out. It's one of the most easy, like one of the easiest, most brilliant ways to like book a tag team that loses a lot. And maybe this is where FTR was going. Who knows? But like, I remember they were on a losing streak, right? They lost the ROH World Tag Team t Championships. I think this match was in the UK. If I remember correctly, it was one of those, it was the best in the world in the UK. Remember, it was the same show that, uh, or the same series of shows that Danielson and, and Nigel McGuinness had the unified match, I think, maybe? I don't maybe. remember. Okay, I think it was yeah. one of those, but like, Oh, we've been, they were like, oh, we've been losing. I'm, I'm, you know, I've had enough. We just need to like, they basically, it was a story about them sharpening each other's skills and they had a killer fucking match against each other. Uh, and it was just them beating the shit out of each other, getting it out of their system. And the, the match, the finish of the match, spoiler alert, it was a, it was a, um, they both just beat the shit out of each other till they both couldn't get up. Like it was a draw. It was like both a ten count yeah. draw. Like when have you ever seen a match in when like you know the one two and every, everybody gets counted out like while they're laying down on the ground. That's how the match ended, and it was so good. I remember being yeah. like, God damn, like God, it was awesome. And then they were like, Oh, we're back to normal. We fucking beat the shit out of each other, and then they started winning again. And it's just such an easy way to tell a great story about a tag team that you know that loses and has to like kind of like you know do something to make it right. You know. Yeah, and you know those guys would kill each other. Oh fuck yeah, because they're brothers. I remember. Yeah, and so <clears throat> on the old Ring of Honor message board, I remember somebody popping in on a Sunday and being like, "My buddy does backyard wrestling shows," and I was just like, "Whatever." Like we were hanging out, basically just parties with like some backyard wrestling, and we were hanging out. And Mark Briscoe showed up. You know, we were all hanging out drinking, and he called his brother over. They decided they got drunk and decided to have a match. <laughs> And he said it was just the most insane for, for just like 16 <laughs> kids or whoever were, were over there hanging out. And, and he said they did a spot where they like jumped up. They did a dive off the house. Oh <laughs> like on, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was the type of fucking just like, like I said, just total abandon that these guys fucking had. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, there's some alcohol, alcohol involved. I don't know, man. Just I loved hearing that story. It was fucking crazy, yeah. And, yeah. And, and dude, there wasn't even any like doubt that it was true. Yeah, you can Nobody's see, like, you can right. see yeah. it. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's like Cornette says, like these guys are fucking believable. Mm -hmm. That's another thing. Like Jay was fucking believable. A, a lot of dudes on TV, like I don't care how much they fucking lift or how many roids they fucking pump. 
into their ass or whatever. You got to have, there's got to be a believability to you as a badass. And it's not just how big you are, right? Mm -hmm. It's a fucking aura. And man, these guys had that fucking aura. I, dude, if these, if I went to the gas station and these guys were just in there buying some bugles or something, I'm going back out. Going back out, or I'm definitely fucking walking around, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the ironic thing about that is, like, in this outpouring of love, it's all just talking about how fucking like sweet, right, and yeah. friendly they were outside of the ring. And dude, that just goes to show you how fucking brilliant Jay and yeah. Mark are. You know, and just uh, like how selfless they are, their stuff that they did, like to put people over, is really memorable too. Dude, like all the time, putting yeah. people over, never had a fucking problem mm -hmm. with that shit. Never. It, oh my god, remember? Do you remember? They put the, over uh, Rock and Roll Express this fall. <laughs> hey, you know, <laughs> Rock and Roll Express really needed the rub. Okay? <laughs> Rock, hey, listen, they probably up knew. Up. Hey, for all I know, you know, they need some money. Those guys need some money. That's why they're working, and maybe they need a little extra dough. And so if they're going to be working shows every few months, like, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying they may have put them over for a reason, you know, yeah. rock and roll doesn't need to, to win a match at this point. But like, if they're going to be getting booked they're maybe they're just like, dude, let's fucking put you over. You guys are going to be working out there. I mean, total selflessness. And uh, I, I remember um, back in the day uh, when, when you and I first became friends and you were showing me a bunch of ROH, I remember like thinking Joe Samoa Joe was all right, right? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, he's all right. I don't really get him, you know. It's okay. I saw like a couple. Like, I'd only seen like a couple matches, and I think they were tag matches or we whatever. Joe versus Samoa Joe. And then, like, yeah. No, and then no, and then and then Davey goes. Davey goes. No, no, you, no. Watch this. Watch this. And he showed me Samoa Joe versus Jay Briscoe in the fucking cage. And that was uh, like, oh my god, dude! And he was like, he was, he would always like, even though you could see it clear as day, Davey always wanted to point out like all the blood that was coming from Jay <laughs> and like how it would like clump and stuff that? like that. And he's like, oh my god, you see that? Yeah, it's, it's just like that. And that's um, what we're talking about at the top. Of the yeah. yeah, and that was like, that was like, I'm still doing it. Yeah, and and it was it was a Jay Briscoe match that really showed me like what Samoa Joe could do because of how good he could put him over and stuff like that. And like, he was just a kid. What is he, 19, you said? Yeah. God. Yeah. And he was having matches like that. God yeah. damn. That match is yeah, killer. 19, that that maybe, should go... Maybe 20. Like, maybe just turned 20. I don't know what's on was... that list, but this is something that should be on that list if you haven't watched it. And that dude yeah. that dude can bleed. There, He's the one... Remember when they did the... Uh, oh, my God. Remember when yeah. they... The, the, the Age of the Fall. The, the, the birth of the Age of the Fall. And I, I still can't find this clip online, but I'm sure it'll resurface now. But... Um, Seth you know, Rollins was was kind of referencing, yeah. you know, the age of the fall, age of yeah. the fall. Or, was well, because that, that was it was it, no, it was age of the fall, and like <laughs> okay. they uh they it was um Jimmy, Jimmy Jacobs, Jacobs cutting a yeah. promo. Jimmy Jacobs, Necro Butcher, Lacey, and um, Seth Rollins, uh, Tyler Black <laughs> at the time, and uh, Jimmy Jacobs cut this amazing promo underneath Jay while he's bleeding upside down, like and they hung yeah, him upside like, down, yeah. and, and like the blood was like raining down on him, and then there was a he's part wearing like he, a white shirt, yeah, he's wearing a white, uh, he's wearing like a white suit, like a big white suit, and he looks up and he opens his mouth and <laughs> drinks some of Jay's blood. It's insane. <laughs> it's a really <laughs> fucking amazing promo, and. Uh, yeah, it, Jay's yeah, that's, been involved. That's one in this. of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah it really is, and it it holds up. It it holds up to this day. I think as one of the coolest things I've seen in wrestling. <clears throat> Going back to like some of that early, you know, Ring of Honor production stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we we kind of kind of came from like the hardcore and punk rock world, mm -hmm. so like it didn't really phase me. 
Right. I, I was, I'm used to yeah. shit quality. Yeah, yeah, straight up. And, and yeah. just like yeah. makeshift, like, you mm -hmm. know, whatever. The live videos would always be shot on the same types of cameras or worse. Yeah. And, you know, so it didn't really bother on me. Film. It did, the only thing that eventually annoyed me is that you would... You couldn't hear promos. Promo, yeah, they cut a promo hear. in the ring, and yeah. the crowd would just be like, "Oh, like you know, we just said something crazy." <laughs> and you're just, just like, "You cannot, yeah. not understand what yeah. the fuck he said." You, he's you, so you, echoey in the building. You know, it's funny because like evolve um, was is like you know to me is like the uh, the spiritual success, yeah. the true spiritual spiritual successor to ROH, and uh, they still had the same exact problems even though they had like HD and yeah. everything. Like they just never <laughs> mic'd up the promos right, and they're just like, everybody's like. I'm just like God. I wish I could hear them. <laughs> one, one that's not J J related, but I remember. I think I can't remember if it was at Hammerstein or where it was, or maybe it was in. It, it was somewhere else. Uh, they weren't running Hammerstein. They were running some other like Manhattan ballroom. But yeah, <clears throat> the where, that, where Joe Kobashi was in. Yeah, I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it was that building. It may have even been that show actually earlier in the show when. It was near the start of the Cabana and Homicide feud. Shades of our boy Max Caster, like Cole Cabana, like cuts a freestyle rap on Homicide. <laughs> from the, he's in the he's up in the you know on the balcony and he's cutting this fucking yeah, promo on Homicide Ring, and yeah. the crowd is just going nuts. That like, was fucking, that oh. that was on that was on Joe versus Kobashi on that DVD. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. that's on. I and Homicide's that. getting super pissed in the ring, and I can't <laughs> yeah. not understand what yeah. the fuck he was saying. <laughs> I wish, I wish we, I wish I did. I remember that, yeah. But otherwise, all that kind of added to the charm a little bit, I think. And it felt, it kind of felt immediate. You felt like you know that was yours, and you know everybody kind of owned a part of it. And the DVDs would take, you know, I, I would spoil myself. I couldn't wait. I started spoiling myself of reading the results after they happened. And that's how good Ring of Honor was. I didn't need to know. I didn't need you know any surprise. The suspense of like, yeah, you know, who wins? It's true. Like, yeah, that's 100%. We would still, like, we'd know the, the outcome and everything. And this was before GIFs and, like, a lot of Twitter yeah. stuff. And, like, people weren't spoiling it freely online. Yeah. You would have to look for spoilers. And we did. But we would still be pumped. And me and Davey would always put in, like, money. And, like, we'd get, like, the buy three, get one free. So we'd make sure we had four DVDs. Sales, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. still, still kind of like that. The outcome doesn't, like, I mean, I'm interested in the outcome. But, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm usually just pumped for, like, the match for a lot yeah. of stuff. Too. Yeah, yeah. Well, if we don't have to wait that long, I'll yeah. avoid spoilers, right? Sure. But but three months, like, dude, I can't avoid them for that. I can't, I can't find yeah. out who won, you know, the main event at Wrestle Kingdom in, in March. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got to... Well, if you, you just out. pop on New Japan, you'll probably find out, right? Like, does someone do have yeah, the belt? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. You'd have to fucking just stay away from everything. Yeah. So, so uh, back on track a little bit. <laughs> Uh, so the next thing on this playlist is, uh, I believe this is the one that you were talking about with the, their one of their first matches. It's ROH Anniversary Flashback, Mark Briscoe versus Jay Briscoe. Uh, looks pretty old. I don't know if it's that match in question. It's about Does it have a date? I think that so, one, I think the one that you're... On the it's uploaded nine years ago, but it's almost certainly... It's it, it, you said it. You said it was ROH. I think there is one that's on the indies that's out that's floating around out there that oh, I saw gosh. somebody post, and it might be that one. And it's just the you it, know what this. I clicked on it. This looks worse than that indie one. You <laughs> said it was the quality. It looks yeah. like it's straight from like the territories. Yeah, I think I, I think it's I think that's the indie show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, they did do a they did a singles, but you said it was like the first anniversary show that may have been Ring of Honor then. 
It, it says ROH anniversary flashbacks. I don't know if that oh, means it's a okay. ROH anniversary show or if it's yeah. Oh, or gotcha, just an gotcha, early gotcha. or just an early the, show. Gotcha. That's purely just the title. I don't know. Maybe the description has slightly more to shit uh, light oh, yeah. to shed on it. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they did one in in two thousand three as well. At least yeah, two thousand five. I know they did another one that I remember. Well, they did like really cool. uh, yeah. So this is the one year anniversary show in two thousand three. Okay. There you go. So yeah, that's the one. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know if I've seen that one or not. Well, it's, it's here, so yeah. <laughs> you have the opportunity. Uh, the next one on the list is full match: AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Chris Sabin versus Jay Briscoe for Cornel for Corner Survival. Oh wow, that sounds awesome. That's kind of like a who's who of uh, yeah. you know, kind of like the big names in wrestling at the time. Uh, the next one on this list is the Briscoes' first tag title win free match that would have been uh was that uh second city saints <clears throat> no but they have a match with second city saints they do have um, that that really 04, good yeah. that's fucking great yeah that's the one i'm thinking of who did they win the, their first tag titles from does it not say the um, the, the the opponents no it doesn't um, weird that's like the that's the drawback of like when like a lot of these like official yeah channel things right is like they don't necessarily say like the match in question in yeah title. yeah 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 um this next one throwback thursday the briscoes versus samoa joe and aj styles mm-hmm. jay briscoe versus Dan- uh, brian danielson final battle 2003 that full that match was, is up there that was that was really fucking good i've got that D- i think i might still have that dvd under the bed well if you don't it's mm-hmm. right here on youtube the full match here's what uh, i haven't seen was when they brought in all the dragon gate guys Briscoes versus Shingo and Susumu Yosuke. Uh, Yos- Ooh. Yoko-suke. Oh, yeah, there it yeah. is. Yeah, I want to see that. Uh, they, they, they had a match against Kenta and Marifuji, and they had a match against Kenta and Davey Richards. See, I remember I remember great. the Kenta Marifuji match, and I think that was, <laughs> yeah. I want to say that was the first time I saw Kenta, or the second time I saw Kenta. I think the first time was Kenta versus Loki. They brought him yeah, in for that, that showcase that, match, yeah, the and then oh my god! And everybody, everybody's fucking wig blew off when they saw Kenta for the first time. Oh no! Yeah, oh, and then, no. yeah, and then we saw the yeah, and then we saw that tag match. I remember that. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. shit is good. And, as and fuck. the Kenta David when Kenta and David Richards teamed up, was, yeah, that's fucking awesome as well. And that match is really fucking great. Yeah, let's see what else they've got. Let's um, see who this, who this is here. Yeah, I'm looking too. Oh, for the the tag when they won the belts. Oh, Another is that, uh, that's that special K. I think it is the it's I special think it is K. Azriel yeah. and who's the other guy? Um, Izzy. No, it's Izzy and uh, goddamn Izzy and. Is that not Azriel? That's not Azriel. Their original tag run on cage match that could maybe give. Um, Dude, they've got Cornette a ringside for this. Do they really? Oh, oh that's awesome. Yeah. It was no, special, that's special K. K. It's, that's it's special Dixie, K. It's Dixie yeah. and. Dixie and Izzy, right? Yeah, yeah, that's what it had. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Dude, these guys' gimmick was so funny. They were just druggies. Yeah, <laughs> they were like they were ravers. They were like party yeah. ravers, like like fucking Molly Pop and fucking pieces yeah. of shit. Speaking of which, I found this like someone had posted this, and I thought it was like a meme at first. Um, Joey didn't hear about it either, but I don't know if you knew about this, Davey. They were the inaugural the inaugural six man uh, never tag team champs in New Japan. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't either, man. I know that they had had um, they had a history in New Japan, especially with the Ring of Honor crossovers. Do you and, know yeah. who their partner was for the Noah. six man? Is he a Japanese wrestler? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I guess. All right. So I'm hoping it's Yoshihashi. 
No, Sanyo Shiashi. It's 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 a it's even Is it uh, Katamaru? Who is it? No, it's Toriano. Yano. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like someone had posted that picture. I'm like, this is a fucking joke. And then I looked it up. I'm like, no, they straight up were the inaugural. I, I've never seen it. I've never. I, I've never seen it, but I assume it's when Toriano was uh, doing his serious stuff. He wasn't like a in comedy the picture. Guy he yet. didn't serious, so I don't think so. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I thought that was really funny. They had like the ROH six man ones with a uh, bully Ray, um, which that seems at least a little bit more, uh, right. less of a mismatch, but <laughs> I mean, New yeah. Japan really, even when they have established tag teams, they have to throw something weird in the mix. I'm going through these matches. And I know it doesn't make for a very good podcasting, but definite smile on my face, seeing some of this shit for the first time in almost 20 years. Yeah. I remember this Joe, <laughs> Joe and AJ against the Briscoes match. Mm-hmm. God. Briscoes versus Joe and Homicide. Oh, yeah. Um, Briscoes versus Kanemaru and uh, Sugira? It's a Noah show crossover. Ah. Kataro Suzuki and Ricky Melvin versus the Briscoes. Two of those. Again, the one that Joey mentioned versus Shingo and uh, Susumu Yokosuka. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. Briscoes versus uh, Sugira and uh, Marufuji. Here's another one that I didn't see that I'd love. I'd love to sit down and watch. That was later on in ROH is Briscoes versus Homicide and Eddie Kingston. Yeah, oh, I bet that's awesome. Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, oh, that's like cool. Uh, there's one versus Motor City Machine Guns. Yeah, the, uh, okay, the Motor City Machine Guns uh, mm-hmm. matches is one uh, that I was gonna mention for uh, when we started going down like the ones that come to come to mind here. Oh, how about this? Um, how about Briscoe versus Br- Briscoe Brothers versus JD Drake and anthony henry yeah there's um uh, there's That's a recent. full video from uh warrior wrestling that someone yeah. posted it's um the work yeah, the workhorsemen versus uh the briska brothers and then who can forget the fight on the farm when during JD covid a great tweet about uh jay as well if you guys missed that i did not did see, you see it that? Mm-mm. Oh, I'll, I'll pull it up while you guys go through some more of these. They like oh, uh, then we can't re- we can't forget the fight on the farm where during COVID, oh my they God. did their cinematic match and it was the it was J. Mark Briscoe again with getting it out dad, of this, with their dad, the referee, yeah, getting it out of their system, and they're just beating the shit out of each other on their fucking chicken farm. <laughs> so and the dad and was so like, good. "You good yet? You good yet? You good yet?" <laughs> and they would just keep going, and it basically had the same ending. Yeah, um, where they're both just laid out. Yeah, I don't think. But JD Drake I, said, uh, "Story time, 2017. I attended my first Ring of Honor camp. Wow, he was he was late to the game, man. Yeah, he's well, he's not late. I don't know. I don't think he's late, late to the game. To the I just game, think he but, looks old. I just think he looks. Okay. I don't know if he is old. Like <laughs> he's not that old. Like I said, he was he was pushed. He was uh, heavily it's like, pushed it's by. Like the, it's it's like the opposite of what you have. Yeah, maybe. that's why I say like like G- like Gabe likes to use like uh, young guys that he sees a lot in and." That you know, JD Drake is one of them, and like he's 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 um, pretty young considering. Yeah. So it said, um, I I had every doubt running through my head you could ever expect, but I showed up and showed out as best I could. End of the camp. Jay Briscoe gets in the ring, gives a speech to everyone in, t- in attendance. He goes in hard, talking about passion and heart, saying that quote, "Looks don't always make you a wrestler." Hell, where he at? And then uh, he finds <laughs> J.D. Drake standing in the back. He said, that's the baddest motherfucker here because, <laughs> look be damned, he's going hard. Uh, he looked, he looked, <laughs> he looked me in my eyes and begged me to stick with wrestling. 
and that we'd be in the ring together one day. Uh, and he goes on to, Jay, I love you. The many times I wanted to quit, I remember promising you, if I had any air in my lungs and a heartbeat, I'd persevere. Damn it, it still rings true. J.D. Drake's the same Damn. age as the Briscoe. He's 30. No, he's, he's, 20, he's 29. That's a different J.D. Drake. No, he's <laughs> he's 29 years old. No way. That's the James only Drake. Bro. He's 29. That's James Drake. I because I I because I saw the same page too. I'm like, this doesn't look like the same guy. But I, I because I saw 20. I'm like, there's no fucking way. I'm looking like, at it right this here. guy's a year 29. older than me. No way. Oh, no, that's okay. not him. Okay. Who's there's also James a, Drake. Well, that is a touching tribute. Here's a here's here's one for you from 2008. If you remember this, oh. Austin Aries speaking about fucking guys who are canceled. Um, yeah. Austin Aries and Kota Ibushi versus Fight on the Farms on on the playlist too. It's so I much could... fun. Like Fight on the Farm, it's goofy, but it's so much fucking fun. But sorry, it was a uh, Austin Aries and Kota Ibushi versus yeah. Frisco's. 2008, <laughs> so it's a it's a pretty young, it's a pretty young Kota. That's such um, a wild pair. It's good too. It's I've not seen at the time. I mean, Austin Aries was a go-to guy to work with a with Japanese yeah, yeah, talent yeah. and Ring of Honor at the time. Like, this was before all this, like... Yeah, yeah before he became, like... fucking, like... The, before the big... We'll call it the great cultural sift. Before before he before he lost... Before Austin Aries lost his mind, he was considered <laughs> one of the best in the world. He really was. Yeah. And, uh, like, yeah, he was the go-to guy. He was the guy that, like, all the Dragon Gate guys wanted to work with. He was one of those guys. Uh, Matt Seidel, too. <clears throat> oh, this is I another think... uh, one that they have on the throwback. ACH, Kushida, and Jay White versus Toriano and the Briscoes. So yeah. if you want to see what that... Uh, I don't know if that was if the championship was on the line there, but uh, if you want to see what that uh, trio was like, it's here on YouTube. Uh, sorry, I think the match you were referring to earlier uh, where they went on a losing streak and then, and then you know, had that singles match ended in a, like a double that count. Was, it had to be 06. I, I think it was 07. Okay. Um, April 3rd, 2007. Uh, the name of the show is uh, Fifth Year Festival Finale. If anybody wants to check that out. Uh, looks like, if I go over to Cage Match and look at the user ratings, it looks like that's their highest rated brother yeah. versus brother match. Um, it gets a 9.21, which is fucking way up there. So That match, that match um, rules. It really does. I think it only got, like, what was happening at the time? Was it, like... Um, it was good and it got its due, but like, it I think at the time Homicide had dropped the belt to um, Morishima. Morishima, yeah. Like at the time, the wrestling was so good at this point. Like everything was just like top tier. So some things that were really good even got buried. I mean, wrestling is still really good right now, but like this was just. I don't even know. This was the golden age of ROH for sure. Just, uh, there's that certain veneer when like the really good wrestling was like almost all kind of underground, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of um, that's a feeling that can never be totally replicated. Mm -hmm. um, not well, to like you know, say that that means that, like you're, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. You, like not to say that like you're like tainted by like nostalgia or anything, but I think there's just something that's that's missing mm -hmm. um, from like that recipe that like kind of I guess you know it's sort of that x factor that pro wrestling magic that we talk about that yeah well yeah um, aew's existence puts a stop to a lot of that it does um, yeah uh, you know that's kind of the unfortunate thing about it because the biggest indies right now are you know i guess still gcw maybe house of glory or pro wrestling gorilla yeah pwg um, probably more than anything but like pwg is like i mean yeah and, and, and there's no by the time you can actually watch it, it's yeah, like it, that's completely the, well, that's forgotten the thing. about. 
that's the thing. It's there. We just talked about that model that wait three months or however many months before you can see it model. And they're still doing that. And, and this like age of immediacy and social media, man, I don't know how they get away with that because I don't either. We were talking, let's like we said earlier, there wasn't Twitter yet. You know, Facebook came along and what, like people started really using it in 2008. I know it was around a little before yeah. then, but that's when I remember people jumping over to Facebook. MySpace wasn't exactly a fucking forum for, you know, posting spoilers and, and shit like that. If it wasn't really set up for that. So like, yeah, you didn't well, I mean, have to go on the message boards. Yeah. yeah, what I'm not even talking about, like, spoilers. I'm just talking about, like, just, like, if you hear, like, oh, this match on PWG was crazy, yeah. like, are you yeah. going to remember that? I mean, and they were longer than three months. Like, they're they're in more I mean, than that, but, like, yeah, even if it was three months, right? Nowadays, are you going to remember to go back and watch that? Nowadays, maybe not, but back then, yes, because right, you, were, yeah, yeah. you were anticipated. You were well, you couldn't wait till you could fucking hit that order button on the website. And right, you well, didn't and have, what were you going to do? Watch yeah, WWE. And, yeah, yeah, because exactly. that's, that's that's exactly the point. You didn't have a good option on on TV, which now we have AEW, which you know has its ups and downs. But in general, like dude, like you got that you know game seven quote unquote trios match last week. You got fucking Takeshita versus Danielson on TV mm-hmm. on weekly TV. You didn't have that back then, so you would wait because otherwise you're just watching right. A fucking, you know, Schnitzky or whatever. Yeah, and it, yeah, that, you know, I was like, it's funny because I was literally about to say the same thing because I was gonna say like when I was similarly when, 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 when you and I when you and I met. I had stopped watching wrestling and I was like saying, because I got tired of seeing shit like Schnitzky and Batista on TV. I was literally about to say the exact same fucking thing. And like, yeah. and then you were like, do you like wrestling? And I was just like, ah, you know, I kind of fell out of it because, you know, I wasn't seeing great wrestling anymore. And then you fucking told me about ROH. But that's, that's fucking hilarious that you fucking said. I was thinking the exact same motherfucker, Schnitzky. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so back then you were starving for it. So yeah. you were like right, yeah. you were like somebody was waiting for, you know, that fucking loaf of bread to show yeah. up, you know what I mean? Right, well, and I was saying like the, the environments are totally different. Yeah, now. and it's well in in the, the not only was the wrestling good itself, the booking was fucking top tier too. Like everything like kind of hit, you know. You know, you yeah. could, even if you couldn't hear the promos, like, like I mean that's how good like the wrestlers were and stuff like that. They could tell all these stories with their body language, you know. That's a very Japanese wrestling thing and yeah. Speaking of uh, Japanese wrestling, I did see this on the playlist as well. Briscoes versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Kazuchika Okada. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta see I, that, too. I have not seen that, but Me I neither. saw someone uh, listing that one recently, too. Yeah, the full, looks like the full thing's there. Like, I'm like, okay, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah definitely. This is this is a list that uh, I think is definitely worth uh, thumbing through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll post the link to it in the show notes, but... I mean, not all the great shit is going to be in there. I don't. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is only twenty-five yeah. videos, right? You know. Right. There's, well, there's also, also the stuff that might be behind a paywall, like ladder. I, I doubt that ladder war. Um, Adam Cole versus yeah. Jay Briscoe's on there, and I doubt that um, Steen and Generico versus the Briscoes. Briscoes, they, they had like a long feud. Like they had and, multiple yeah. matches. Um, I was going to say I, though. I mean, you know, yeah. keep, keep your eyes open though. I mean, like. I imagine that like well, they might put some of that stuff they, for well, free, at least temporarily Tony, on Honor yeah. Club. I don't know yeah, about yeah. for free, but Tony said that they were going to put a whole lot of stuff on there. Um, right. So, whenever our, whenever they do the tribute show, that there will be stuff to watch uh, of the Briscoes and stuff. For sure, I think I'm going to uh, 
click a month or whatever of Honor Club to see some of this stuff. Before the FTR matches this year, my favorite was the latter war with <laughs> with Steen and Generico from 2007. Okay. That is fucking amazing. Like, it's up there with the FTR matches. And, I mean, if you follow the build to it, obviously it's going to add, but you don't need it. Yeah. You don't need it to, to enjoy that match. So, And then there was a street fight they did. I think it was the big match they had right before that. And the latter war was the blow-off. Yeah. Those were great. And then, also, obviously, they crossed paths with Kings of Wrestling, Chris Hero and Claudio Castagnoli. And those were really good too. Yeah, those are amazing matches. Like, I can't think of one that was. I can't. I, I'm not even sure which one was the best, but yeah, those were fucking fantastic too. Motor shitting machine guns. There's a couple of great clashes between them. Yeah. Between you know that. I mean, fuck, those were great too. I can't remember which one I liked best, but you know, it was in like the second half of the odds. They were coming against each other in in big ways and. Those, I think those I might have even liked better than the Kings of Wrestling matches. But, dude, Steen and Generico was... And, and then that that had a payoff, too, because Briscoe won the... I can't remember if it was right before Kevin Steen was about to leave for, you know, developmental or NXT. I think it was yeah. when he took, the, he took the title off of him. Yeah, so Jay wins the belt from Steen. So, like, there's, like, a long-term storyline there, too. Mm-hmm. That and was in a 2013. Uh, okay. That sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. He showed up on NXT in 2014, but yeah, 20, 2013 he may have been doing his last shit with the Indies, and uh, so that makes sense. But it was about mid 2013, but yeah. So obviously the pantheon here with the Briscoe brothers is the FTR matches, Steen and Generico matches, Machine Gun, uh, Motor City Machine Gun matches, Kings of Wrestling matches. Jay versus Samojo in the cage. Any Jay versus Mark match. There was especially those, from 2007. There were those matches where, like, I know Matt Seidel had just turned heel and he was, I can't remember who he was tagging with, but they had those matches, like, throughout, like, 2006 yeah. when they first got, like, when they first got on pay per view. And I remember those matches were fucking awesome. God, who was Matt Seidel's partner? He was teaming with Davy Richards when Davy Richards That's first right. came into Ring of Honor. That's what it was. Yeah, it was Davy Richards and Matt Seidel, and they were. I don't remember where they wrestled the map, but yeah, that was. Uh, Davy Richards is a guy. I remember. You know that like Super Eight tournament they do every year. Yeah. Like, uh, like I can't remember. It's just like, it's kind of a. It was a prestigious tournament in the Indies for a company. It was like ECWA. What was it? Fuck, man. I don't remember uh, either. The guy who won that tournament. You put your eyes on them. I wish mm-hmm. I could find a list of guys who won that tournament. Yeah, ECWA Super Eight, but Davy Richards won it in like 2005 or 2006, and it instantly put him on everybody's radar. And then he shows up in Ring of Honor, and he's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. He actually uh, he was coming off of PWG. Like he was com- Was it Battle of Los Angeles? Uh, he was working out there too, but I know I know the, that's where like Super we... Eight tournament is what. Oh god, okay. I just found a list of winners. And remember, that's what put him on my radar. The, and it was two thousand. I remember. I remember the won. match. I remember the match that blew us away was him versus Jimmy Rave. <laughs> I'm gonna read off uh, the winners from let's see, two thousand on. Okay. Okay. Two thousand, Christopher Daniels. Two thousand one, Brian Danielson beat Loki. Brian Danielson wins it. 2002, Donovan Morgan. Remember him? He beats AJ Styles. So here's the eight competitors in 2002. Amazing Red, Bobby Roode, 
AJ Style, wow. future ROH champion Xavier, Jamie Noble, like Jamie James Gibson, Gibson, well, he was James Gibson at the time, James yeah. Gibson, Matt Stryker, Donovan Morgan, Pepper Parks, who I barely remember. Pepper that that's Parks. that's uh that's that's the blade. That's the blade. Oh. Yeah, that's the blade. There you go. That's right. <laughs> two thousand two. 2003, Paul London wins. I won't read all the competitors, but it's like it's like a who's who. It's like yeah, yeah. Saban, Kazarian. 2004, Daniels. Is this again. Super Eight? Or is this King of the Indies? King of the Indies was like this, this is, too. This is the ECWA Super Eight. Petey Williams, 2005. Davy Richards, 2006. Then it starts to get weird because Jerry Lynn beat Sanjay Dutt in 2007. <laughs> and then from then, I think from then on, like you've got guys like Tommaso Ciampa in there. Okay. <laughs> like he beat Adam Cole in 2011, but Bandino's in there. It, it starts to get, you know, as as things start to get a little bit more diluted in the Indies. Well, who are uh, those? Who are those guys now? Fun. Who are those guys now? Like yeah, uh, it was like the newest one. Like D- do they D- every year. Uh, I'd say like the like those, last one they did was 2020. The okay. guy, the guys that you would say that about now, it would be like Daniel Garcia and Bandito, guys like that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, but they're no longer on the Indies. <laughs> Yeah, I think true, Brian true. Pillman Jr. won true. it in 2019. Okay, who won in 2020? A very good professional wrestler. Oh, who is Chikara that? Oh, no, 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 no. That's uh, uh, Dasher Hatfield had been his his name prior. Um, I don't, we've seen, I don't we've seen, know him. We've seen a very good professional wrestler on a. Uh, on, was, um, was he on that hog show we Dasher watched? Hatfield. He was on. He was either on HOG or we saw him on a GCW show recently. I think. Yeah. Or we are spinning our wheels here. Yeah, we, yeah okay. okay. Sorry, guys. But. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I, I guess back to some matches. I was looking at uh, like some of their cage match matches, and there's a few that like, kind of popped my interest. They've they've got pretty good ratings and whatnot. But uh, there's a um, Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks versus the Briscoes, Okada, and Will Osprey. Insane. So it's kind of um, like 2017. Yeah. 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 And then there was um, a uh, three-way ladder war between the Briscoes, the Bucks, and uh, SCU. Okay, the Bucks. Okay, they so they had matches with the Bucks too. Yeah, I was gonna say they had. Amazing. I was pretty sure they had a lot with the Bucks, and it yeah. looks like they do. Uh, in fact, have a lot with the Bucks. Um, For twenty years, they worked everyone of note. <laughs> really? Yeah, they, they really yeah, have. That, yeah. that didn't go straight into WWE system. They really did, man. I want. I want to give the date for. Well, let's just fucking give the date for the highest rated Bucks match. Can anybody pull that up? So the, the highest rated one I see is that one with the Bucks and SCU, that ladder war. That's okay. got an 8.43 <clears throat> rating. It doesn't have the highest uh, Meltzer rating. It's got four yeah. and a half stars. Which is still Meltzer didn't rate all the, all the, you know, he wasn't rating most of the, most of this stuff. Cause he no, he did rate right. a few. Um, yeah. There was one uh, shortly before that that he gave four and uh, three quarter stars though that has an eight point one seven so pretty close, um, but that first one that's on uh, December fourteenth two thousand eighteen and the other one is on uh, June 29th, twenty eighteen. And dude, just in October they worked Aussie Open and a match that I want to see. I mean, dude, they're working everyone over twenty years, you know, right up till now. I mean, they're my favorite tag team of all time. The Briscoe Brothers are my favorite tag team of all time. And when you try to add some objectivity to something like that, which is nearly impossible, you try to put aside your personal feelings. I think at the end of 2023, had this tragedy not happened, I think a lot of people would be saying, okay, yeah, Briscoe Brothers are the greatest tag team of all time. They, they, and they're yeah. up there, man. Let me ask y'all, let me ask you a question. Or let me 
did you guys see like because people have been posting some cool stuff on reddit there's a promo that uh jay did uh for his match with with michael elgin on reddit it's fucking hilarious i haven't seen that no he calls him like a pumpkin headed bitch it's gonna be me versus elgin in a singles match i don't give a and mike elgin let me tell you something boy you big juiced up jelly bean looking mother let me tell you something you might be big you might think you bad but i'm too stilky for you. i'm too stilky for you boy i'm too stilky for you you ain't getting me elgin you can't catch me mike elgin you ain't bad enough to beat me, Mike Elgin. Adam Cole, you gonna be a non-factor, you little bitch. Mike Elgin, I'm gonna whoop your big ass. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the, like, I think, like, just the, the vocabulary of their promos yeah. are, like, just something to behold. Let's talk, like, like, their promos are hilarious. Let's talk about so that good. for a second, because yeah. as good of wrestlers they are, they're just as good at character work. Like yes. their promos are funny. They're great. They're believable. Well, they're um, so unique. They're like, unique. You know, like, yeah. Like you don't have to see the visual of it, right? I mean, yeah. the visual helps because it's like they're shooting in their barn and yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it's such like really wild. But like, yeah, and Mark is always eating know, something. Like, <laughs> yeah, you immediately yeah. know this is a Briscoe promo, right? As you can see, I'm having some slight complications with my shoulder at the moment. I'm not sure what the official diagnosis from the doctor was. I wasn't really paying attention. All I know is that some bitch is fucked up and won't go back down. I don't see no casualties. I'm still breathing, Nigel McGinnis. Don't do this shit to me. Don't do this shit to me, Nigel. What y'all got against us, man? Y'all want to condemn us? Judge us, label us. Y'all don't know anything about me. Y'all don't know anything about the Briscoes. Shit, I done danced with the devil. I done two-step with that motherfucker. Shit, that's y'all's problem. Y'all out there pussyfoot, tiptoeing. Shit, if you gonna dance, dance, bitch. How you ever expect to see the promised land when you pussyfooting through the wilderness? How you expect to tell me I can't defend my ROH World Championship? I ain't forfeiting shit. Nigel, I can still go. Don't do this shit to me, man. Ain't no casualties around here. I'm fine. I'm the ROH reigning and defending world champion. Don't do this shit to me. Man, and they bounced off each other so fucking good. Where Jay was always suit like the most pissed off between you know the <laughs> the two of them, and and Mark was kind of like doing some goofy stuff, but it like worked. It wasn't you know I don't I don't like a lot of goofy shit and yeah. wrestling too much, but this totally worked, and it was funny. And I, I always was trying to see what snack he was eating. He'd all it's like he had never had the same same snack twice. Yeah. Remember once he had some dunk dunkaroos. Did you ever see the did you ever see the silly one where um they had uh they had ODB come to the farm to train for her match? <laughs> no, oh my god. That's pretty it's pretty funny. It's a really it's worth watching too. Those they're always dude, they're always so good, man. And uh I'm gonna miss the shit out of that. I'm gonna miss seeing those. When they would pop up on Twitter. I was like, oh, they've got another, yeah, oh, another, promo. another promo. Yeah. Remember, remember when they first remember when they first well, started was... doing these promos? They, they they put them on like their website, and like I remember, David would be like, oh, check out the website, check out their website, and we would go to their website and fucking watch their promos. Like, yeah. they, yeah, you could only not, watch them on their website. Like, it's not quite the same because like cameos a little bit more personalized, but it kind of reminds me like when we go through like. Like the Nick Gage cameos are yeah. fun to like watch. Like just watch yeah. like the ones that are available on YouTube because people post to them and stuff like that. The Dave oh cameos. God, Imagine getting a Briscoe Brothers cameo for. Your oh birthday. my god! I wonder if they had cool. any. I don't know. I don't know if they had time for that, but 
if they were charging like a fraction of what MJF charges, like I'd make time to yeah. do a cameo for you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd make the time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna miss that shit. They're so good. This is my favorite tag team of all time. And like I said, I was fucking rooting for those guys like a child at Supercard this year, or even at GCW. You know, when we were there, and I'm bummed I missed match of the year and those matches with fdr like we've said they're going to be talked about for decades yeah i mean to the point where like already right like you know like i don't necessarily know their personal history but i doubt like fdr was necessarily like i don't think they were the guys that like they really were like closest to right but like yeah. their names are just so synonymous together now uh within the wrestling community because of those matches so. yeah i mean and that that that's fdr's best match straight up I don't yeah. think they've haven't had a. I mean, they've had great matches. FTR is great, but that is their best. That that fucking match at Final Battle is their best match. I think those are my three favorite <laughs> FTR matches. Yeah, straight. You know what? Honestly, same. Yeah, I, yeah. I like the. I like some of this stuff with the Bucks, and before before that, and American I think my Alpha was American Alpha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they had two just barn burner matches with American Alpha. Of course, they gave them. He gave himself credit for putting American Alpha over on his podcast, which was kind of douchey. But <laughs> did he really? Actually, yeah, he's like, "Look, we made those. Look what we did for them." It's just like, come on, dude. <laughs> he sounded exactly. He sounded exactly like him. <laughs> look what we did for them. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, like... <laughs> I, I love Dax Harwood in a way, and in a way, I you know I get some of my fucking last nerve, but. Um, American Alpha was doing pretty well for themselves in that match too, man. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. we spent he this says, whole like look what we've done for James. I actually, I actually, heard, right I actually heard that, but he said that they were really green, and he's the one that put together the match and stuff like that. Okay, <laughs> okay, but they convenient when off, one too, side you know. can't even like contribute to the narrative at all. Yeah, look, well, look well, what we did to Liam. Just fucking control us by remote control. We don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> look what we did for Liam. Um, <laughs> like, it's so funny. But uh, well, you know that this I didn't hear the second episode of his show, but I know that it was going to. This was before uh, Jay passed away this week, but it was um, the second episode of the show. Episode of the show, he talked about the about the Briscoe matches. Yeah, uh, did you guys listen to that? I yet? did listen to it. Yeah, um, I have. Lis I listened to it when it when it released. Actually, okay. How was that? Any any um, insight or anything? Yeah, it was it was good. I mean, it, I mean, well, it was all right. It was. Uh, he had nothing but good things to say. They said one of the things that like stood out to me is how good that match Look was. What did for them? <laughs> no, he said that they like um, for the third match that they didn't even know they were going to do the third match. Like it wasn't in the booking plans, and they yeah, yeah Tony had Tony had like um, had floated the idea that they were going to wrestle 2.0 or they were going to wrestle the, um, Matt Bennett and or Mike Bennett and. Um, yeah, the kingdom. Matt Taven, yeah, the kingdom. They were like that. Like he'd thrown those ideas out there, and then like once uh, the Briscoes were uh, available, or I don't know what it was, something, whatever happened. He yeah, said it, that, it, he said that, that he, was pretty he, apparent. Yeah, from, like, he, watching the programming, he thought like like uh, he um, apparently Dax had turned those ideas down, and then he called them like the night before and was like, "Hey, you want to do the Briscoes three in a dog collar match or something?" And yeah, they literally put that together like the night before, and it was that good. But he told that story and stuff like that. I mean, he has nothing good things to say about those guys. And how can you not? Yeah, it, I saw well, it was, what a little. You know, good thing they didn't make fun of the southern accent. Oh my god! Oh well, my they, god! Yeah. Well, they have even harsher southern <laughs> accents. <Yeah. laughs> They're not even from the south. <laughs> I know that's yeah. crazy. 
It's crazy. But there's, there's, I mean, there's people like like I'm from the the north. I'm from Michigan. Like so, like there's and there's people in my family who have like some of the thickest southern accents you've ever heard, and they've they have not taken one step below the Mason Dixon. Cornette, Cornette <laughs> said Cornette says that like uh, they have like a Virginia like a Virginia accent. And that, like, their dad, that's where their dad is from. Okay. So, like, that's why they have such a thick accent. Like, a thick Virginia accent. Okay, yeah. Because so, their dad sure does. Yeah. Man. Like, super, like, big time. That would make sense. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys want to wrap up? I mean, yeah. Uh, I, I think we've talked about some matches. and Yeah. Uh, no, it was different than our normal episodes. But, uh, you know, we wanted to talk about Jay's, one of our favorites. And, um go out of your if, you, if you're not familiar with the briscoes that's okay just honestly do yourself a favor and go out of your way to watch some briscoes brothers matches and and maybe some uh matches of jay himself as roh world yeah. champion you yeah, know yeah. that's awesome that he got to be world champion you know oh yeah that was that's great the, i remember like because i wasn't watching at the time and i was yeah. like oh they put the belt on jay that's fucking the right thing to do yeah jay was so good i love mark <laughs> And I'm not taking anything away from him because he's fucking fantastic. And I hope he keeps wrestling. I hope we see him. Yeah. And man, I'm feeling for him right now, man. Cause mm. fuck, dude. Imagine like being so close with somebody like that. You he's your little brother. You work together. You wrestle together, travel together. And it's it's just gotta be like this fucking awful empty feeling. You know, I'm not saying yeah. anything that that nobody can't imagine, but I'm feeling for him, man, but I hope he keeps going. I hope we see him out there because that's going to be like, again, it's going to be emotional. It's going to be fucking amazing if he's able to get out there and, and do it. If he doesn't want to, I would understand that too. Yeah. Jay was such an amazing wrestler. When they chained Jay and Dax together, when they paired those two together, it was like, holy fucking shit. This is going to be incredible. Yeah, those were the, those were like the main up. ones yeah. that were throwing barbs at each other. It was <laughs> it was and like the just, perfect they're both, pairing. They're both in just incredible leads. You know, both of them were kind of the leads of, of their t- respected tag teams. Mm-hmm, if, you mm-hmm. can, if you can follow me a little bit there, yeah, which isn't yeah. taking anything away from Cash or, or Mark at all, uh, who are both incredible. But man, when they chained those two together, dude, I just got goosebumps, and I knew this is going to be fucking special. And dude, look the the Cash and and Mark spots were you know were some of the most memorable in the show do you remember when fucking cash like fucking just grabbed the rope and just fucking slung mark onto the off the fucking apron Mm -hmm. onto the floor under the chairs and just slung him so hard with like real force yeah god i'm gonna miss the briscoe brothers wrestling isn't as good this week as it was last week yeah do you remember uh do you remember the fucking match where um where Mark fucking busted his teeth out. Yeah, he did. He did a shooting star press to the outside, uh, and he busted his teeth out. And like you're like, oh, well, he'll never do that again. And I still see Mark Briscoe doing the fucking. Like, yeah, he still does the fucking shooting star yeah, to the that's outside. Not phase the fucking. Yeah. Briscoe brothers. and he's, he's never got like them fixed. Me would never do it yeah. again. He never got them <laughs> fixed. Yeah, I was like, oh, he'll get some implants or something. Never got them fixed. <laughs> yeah, man. So, well, I hear the Ring of Honor contract. That they signed was rather lucrative, although I think they deserve more. Tony but said that I, he was going to take care of his family, so yeah, that's fucking cool. And if it's if, if the way he took care of um, Brody Lee's family is any indication, then they're going to be all right. So 
I'm glad that at the very least, you know, honor that contract and and uh, you know do whatever he can for him. And yeah. uh, this one hit hit me hard, man, because that you know wrestling has been an important part of my life. Jay Briscoe, I've always admired him. I've always felt like a connection with him. Like we're like again, lifestyles couldn't be more different. I even had a fucking you know even bought Briscoe Brothers shirts back then, even though they like weren't very cool designs. <laughs> and uh, you know. I'm gonna miss uh I'm gonna miss Jay, man. Really, really wow. bad. You should post you should definitely post, really, post, really post the post bad. your Briscoe shirts in the Discord because people no. should people should see them. <laughs> no, I mean that you know, again, those guys were growing as people bad, huh? and like yeah, I mean they were growing as people. Basically they they had like um stars and bars, you know, I wasn't even gonna mention this, but they had like stars and bars. Yeah, for a while, and they were. It was probably like fabulous Freebirds, you know. Yeah, more influence with the Freebirds than anything else. I don't think they knew. I don't think they grasped (sighs) like what really that shit kind of represents or whatever. Mm. And they're not like you said, not really from the South. Yeah. So to them, it's just listen. And objectively, I always thought it was a cool looking. You know, they come out to my feelings. They come out to Leonard (laughs) Skinner. (laughs) Yeah, they come out to Skinner, who obviously had that shit and their you know um, aesthetic too. But yeah, their shirt is like. It says it's time to man up, and it's like <laughs> written in Confederate flag font on the yeah. back. <laughs> I thought it was funny, so I bought it. But yeah, I remember I was at the gas station one day, and there was a black guy pumping gas next to me, and he came in like, "What's up, man?" Kind of look, not at my shirt. He was just being friendly, and I remember just feeling so low and just being like, "Man, I know better than to wear this shit out in fucking public." Just like kind of covering it up and turn. But uh, yeah, but again, like I just chalked that back up to them, you know, growing as people. And you didn't see that gear after a little while. They didn't go back. Yeah, so. yeah. They switched uh, to camo and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah. So I mean, yeah. again, this was different than our normal episodes. Um, we originally had a watch along scheduled for you know in honor of Royal Rumble, but you know we wanted to uh, pay our respects to to Jay Briscoe and stuff. I don't know if we're still going to end up doing that or not, but maybe maybe we can find When time is the Royal that. Rumble? The 28th. So we okay. probably we so might have time to do it. Yeah. Right so we'll be we'll be doing uh if we end up doing it we'll do a um watch along of Royal Rumble 1992, which is one of the best Royal Rumbles ever, yeah. so Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if we do um, this one, um, if that blackout match uh, lives up to the name, oh my <laughs> could be God. one of the worst Royal Rumbles. I, I kind of want to do a watch along of the pay review. I'm not even gonna lie. I want to. It's gonna be so. I, I want to see it. I, I can't. You know, I do want to see it. I've always been a mark and a sucker. I, let's just let's just fucking ruin. Let's take away the facade. I've been a sucker for the Royal Rumble, and I felt suckered. By, by fucking parting with any money to see some of these Royal Rumbles over the last, you know, 10 years or plus. But uh, I, I, it, it can be exciting. It can. Yeah. And then it can. Totally ruin your day. And then it can. And then they bring back like, like Snitsky. Snitsky. <laughs> yeah, Snitsky comes out at number 30. If oh they do a God. funny spot with Snitsky, if you know they bring, like- <laughs> honestly, if you bring Snitsky out at 30, I will fucking, I'll go along with that. You, you, know, you, know, it's, you know, it's funny. You know, it's funny. It was like one year. It was the one where uh, where Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, Cody will be back. So, yeah. you know. Well, it, it was the one where Shinsuke Nakamura won, and I was at Davey's house, and we were like, we had a bunch of people over to watch it. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, it was a good. It was good. It was a good one. It was actually a good real rumble, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the show was pretty decent. Like we enjoyed it, and then like we're still like more let down than if it was bad <laughs> because like you just wanted it to be bad. 
Yeah, we got a we got a comment from the uh, the chat. Uh, you gonna drape the star? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm gonna do um, it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it off my fucking apartment balcony. Yeah, so we'll see you guys next time. Um, we'll keep you updated. Make sure to check out all of our uh, social media. Join our Discord. Uh, where we talk about all this stuff and the wrestling news and let you know when we're doing this stuff live. And of course this episode will be, if you're listening to it, uh, like on Spotify or something like that, you'll know that, you know, we upload these to, uh, to those avenues. So thank you so much for watching and listening to us and, uh, may your week be filled with many monster pat pop. God damn. May you uh, see, we can't cut that out cause we're live now. May yeah, your week again. be filled with many monster pops and rest in peace. Jay Briscoe. Catch you guys later. So long Jay Briscoe. And I want so everyone, I want everyone to remember out there that no matter what life hands you always man up. Let me tell you something, boy. Let me explain something to you about this mother time. This belt right here, listen to me, bitch. This belt right here, I didn't make the belt. A man did not make this belt. This belt wasn't made by a man. Listen to me, you This belt, this belt created itself, man. This belt manifested itself. I seen it, I was there. And when it was done making itself, the mother grew legs. The mother grew legs and it walked to me. And the mother could talk. The bitch said, Jay, I'm here. He said, I'm here, champ. You don't believe me, f you. That's what happened.